It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked On Buckeyes. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 16th, in the year 2021, and your Ohio State Buckeyes, they have not moved anywhere in the most recent AP poll, but being the number four team in the country, it's a really, really good title and badge to wear. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter as well, at Locked on Buckeyes lined up for today. Segment number two. We're going to talk about the the Buckeyes' Big Ten chances or the chances they can win the Big Ten regular season title or even the conference title. Segment three. We're going to talk about the big picture NCAA tournament. Can they win it? We'll begin today's show talking about the most recent AP poll where the Buckeyes came in at number four, the number four team in the land. Guys, it's a great time to be a Buckeye. Your women, number 15 team in the country. The men, number four team in the country. And it surely looks like unless a team pulls off a great heroic uh, feat to defeat the Buckeyes, it's going to be tough and hard for anybody to beat them. The Buckeyes are rolling. The Buckeyes are looking very good. They have an elite coach. They have really good guard play. They have people from every position that are stepping up, that are playing strong basketball right now. And it's fun to watch this basketball. One thing I know about a team when they are wearing the number four, when they are the number four team in the country, one of the two best teams in their conference, everyone is coming out to get you. Every single person. It doesn't matter what, if it's the the number 14 team or the worst team in the Big Ten, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, or the number seven team in the Big Ten, the Rucker Scarlet Knights. Whoever is coming out to play you, you're going to get their best. I remember my sophomore year of high school. I was not playing varsity at the time, but I was able to dress varsity as our varsity team was very senior heavy. There were only three underclassmen that started, a starting quarterback, starting middle linebacker, and a starting defensive tackle. The defensive tackle was actually a sophomore with me. Then the other two, the middle linebacker, Nate Murray, was a junior. Then the starting quarterback, Spud Dick, was a junior as well. And I remember going into games and – it's, it's seeing the week of preparation that the starters have put in, and I would put in as well, looking out and seeing, okay, they practice every week like it's a regular week, like they're going up against the number one team in the state, and then you get to the you get to the game on that Saturday, or excuse me, that, that Friday, not, not, not Saturday, that was when I would play on JV. Uh, that Saturday, you would sit there and think, wow, um, this team is actually going out everything they have. They're throwing out at all the tricks they have trickeration. They have different blitz packages that they're throwing at them. Why? Because that's what happens when you are the when you're one of the best teams in the state. Now, at that time, there was another team that was better than that than than my my high school in football, Warren Central, the a school that is known a Midwest power at times. There were a national power in high school football, and Warren Central came into Lawrence Central sectional championship weekend. Oh my goodness, war war us. 
out from Jeremy Finch. She went to the University of Florida. They bounced around to a couple other schools. And then Darren, uh, Darren Evans, who played running back at Virginia Tech back in the mid to late 2000s, they wore us out. And if the Buckeyes aren't ready, there's going to be a team they're going to play this year that might wear them out, that might come out and say, look, we know what how good you are. We know what E.J. Liddell can do. We know what C.J. Walker can do off the bench. But that means nothing to us. We're going to wear you out, wear you down, force you to not play your game. The one good thing about the Buckeyes, the basketball team, is that they can play different styles of basketball. and They can win playing different styles of basketball. It doesn't matter if it is your um, fast-paced or run-of-the-score style like the book I showed against the Iowa Hawkeyes, or if it's a slow it down, grind it out. 20, 22, 23 seconds of the shot clock is utilized every single time. It doesn't matter who it is. What we're going to find is the Buckeyes can play different styles of basketball and their players, they adapt to whatever is thrown at them. Trust me. Buckeyes, a lot of you may be a little worried, a little uneasy, saying, ooh, I know we're good, but how good are we? What? How good is this Buckeye team? Can they go all the way? Let's go take one step at a time. There is no reason to look too far ahead. Imagine, and I'll wrap this first segment up with this. Imagine if Chris Holman and Ohio State, they know they're playing Penn State this coming Thursday, but they're looking ahead to the rematch with the team up or the game against the team up north on the 21st, and then a rematch with Iowa on the 28th, and then also uh, a rematch against Illinois on the 6th of March to wrap up the regular season in the Big Ten. Imagine if they're looking ahead to those games, the, the three biggest games, the only week, weekend games the Buckeyes have left in the regular season. And he's like, oh, Penn State, please forget them. That's a walk in the park. Michigan State, Sparty, <laughs> we got to go to East Lansing. We're not worried about that road trip. We might hit some snow along the way. Actually, no, actually, there, a lot of the Midwest has gotten snow. A lot of the country has gotten snow. The one bright thing is, the one good thing is, it will last always because I looked at the weather. It's supposed to be in the 40s here pretty soon. You know what that means? The snow we just got or about to get, continue to get, that snow's going to be melted Woo-hoo, melted, yeah. I say melted three times because your boy don't like this snow. It's way too cold, but it won't last always. Imagine if the Buckeyes were doing that and saying, okay, the team up north, Iowa, Illinois, that's who we're going to focus on, our preparation. We're not going to put much, much preparation or focus much on Penn State or Sparty. Those are the times that you lose a game, one game at a time, and it's very, very clear that that has been the motto, and that has been what Chris Holtman has been preaching to this team for them to be winners of six straight in nine of their last 10 games. Let's go ahead and take a, a quick break really quick. When we come back, we'll look at the Big Ten picture, what where the standings are right now, and if the Buckeyes can win a regular season Big Ten title or a Big Ten conference title. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts for hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com it's kubota orange day shop the year's best selection of kubota tractors zero turn mowers and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the usa and now through june 30 get zero percent apr for 84 months or up to 3300 off select compact tractors see the details at kubotaorangedays.com your family your land and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast. If this is your first time listening or watching Locked On Buckeyes, I want to say welcome. Or if this is your first time in a long time listening or watching Locked On Buckeyes via WKYC in Cleveland, I want to say welcome back to the podcast. Yes, I did say watch because the podcast is coming at you via video five days a week via WKYC and Cleveland, you could go to their YouTube page. You could check out every video that has been put out from yours truly. Remember, for those of you that are listening via the podcast or you're watching and listening via podcast, it's better for you and your commute. Go ahead and subscribe to Lockdown Buckeyes on places like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and even iHeartRadio so you don't miss a beat, a new episode, video and audio. It's coming at you, a fresh one of Locked on Buckeyes every Monday through Friday. The Big Ten Conference. Let's continue this big picture style and theme for today's episode. Can the Buckeyes win either a Big Ten regular season title or a Big Ten Conference title? I think one is easier to achieve than another. I do think the conference title with the way the schedule is going to uh, unroll, unveil and how the schedule is listed out for the Buckeyes through the last portion of the season. And with the way, some of you may not like this, with the way the team up north looked against Wisconsin this past Sunday, being down and then finding a way to claw back, claw back, scratch and claw to come back and win that game. I think that's going to be a tough, tough out. Now, I have more film to watch on the team up north. We'll talk more about that this coming Friday as the Buckeyes do have a huge matchup with them on Sunday afternoon. But I do think winning the conference title is going to be a lot easier for the Buckeyes than winning the regular season title. I'll go 14 through 1 
in regards to the Big Ten standings as they stand right now. I got these and found these on two, on Monday evening, so they are up to date. There's only one one-loss team in the Big Ten. Everybody else has won three or more games. Number 14 in the Big Ten, Nebraska, 1-9. Number 13, Northwestern, 3-11. These, these records are all conference records. These are, these are not their overall records for the season. Number 12, Penn State, 4-9. Number 11, Sparty, 4-8. Number 10, Maryland, 5-9. I couldn't read my handwriting for, this, for a second. Number 9, Minnesota, 6-8. Number eight, IU, six and seven. Those are two teams that have better talent than what their records show. Number seven, Rutgers, eight and seven. Another team that has a lot of talent that's a lot better than what their record shows. Purdue, number six at eight and six. Number five, Wisconsin at nine and six. Number four, the Hawkeyes of Iowa, nine and five. Number three, the Ohio State Buckeyes, 11 and four. Number two, Illinois, 10 and three. And then the team up north, number one of the Big Ten Conference via the rankings, not some computer poll. They are at nine and one. Can the Buckeyes win a Big Ten regular season title? It's going to be tough because when you have the team up north who only has one loss and you only play them once via percentage, even if you win out, they're still going to have a better winning percentage than Ohio State. Winning, beating Illinois, yes, it's coming. There's a week. There's, there's a week of preparation, but beating Illinois on the 6th of March, that's going to be your best shot. Winning out, but you have to beat Illinois. I'm expecting Ohio State to beat Penn State and to beat Sparty. The three games that are a little tricky, which I have not made my mind up on yet, the team up north on the 21st, Iowa on the 28th, March 6th, Illinois, the fighting a lot. Now, 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 not, the nice thing about these matchups the big ones, they're all at home. The only away games the Buckeyes have are this coming Thursday when they have to go to Pennsylvania for Penn State, the Penn State game, and then the following Thursday on the 25th when they, when they have to go to East Lansing. The Buckeyes do get Iowa, the team up north, and Illinois all at home, which is huge. Which is huge. You can say, Dave, there's no home court advantage this year. I don't care. Look, if you're at home, if you are – Ohio State. The, old, the toughest thing may be that there's only two days in between Penn State, the team of North, and Sparty, and uh, Iowa. They're, we'll be having to travel to those two games on a Thursday, on back-to-back -back Thursdays, and then travel back to Columbus. But once you're back at Columbus, you're in your own bed. You're in your own routine. Everything is back to the way you are accustomed to which plays right into your hand to go ahead and win those games because Iowa does not want to come to Columbus. The team up north doesn't want to go to Columbus. And Illinois, I know, does not want to go to Columbus either. That, that is something right there that's going to be a little bit tricky for Ohio State. Uh, no, a little bit tricky for their opponents because coming to Columbus right now is going to bring a lot of uh, thoughts, a lot of emotions because one wrong move, one loss, you may lose your state, your your standings in this current Big Ten Big Ten standings right now, as well as not have the proper seeding, the proper seeding to win your conference tournament. Here is where things get a little tricky, a little nice when trans transitioning from the Big Ten conference tourney to the NCAA tourney. We can't get a little ahead of ourselves yet. We'll talk about that here in a second. The Buckeyes have a team. With them going on a six-game uh, winning streak right now, winning nine of the last ten games, the Buckeyes have found a formula 
to win a, a consecutive streak of games, which will help them win the Big Ten Conference tourney, and in turn, possibly have a long run in the NCAA tournament. Why? Because they have played different styles of basketball throughout this run, and by them doing that, it hasn't hindered them as far as what they can do uh, on the basketball court as far as winning the consecutive games that are needed for them to go on a long winning streak. On this winning streak, the Buckeyes have beat, I pull up the schedule right now, they've beaten Indiana, the Hoosiers, 78-59. to They have beat Maryland. They scored 73 points. They have beaten Iowa. That game was on the road. They beat Sparty, 79-62. They beat Penn State, 83-79. Beat Wisconsin in Madison. They lost to Purdue in Columbus, the only team to beat Ohio State twice this year. Sure hoping they don't match up in the Big Ten Conference tourney. Another team, just going to be completely honest, another team that has me a little bit nervous. Also, Ken Palm put out their rankings for top ten players in the country as far as who may win the um, the Player of the Year award at the end of the season. Travion Williams was in the top 10 from Purdue, a big man that torched Purdue the first time that they played. Luca Garza was number, I believe Travion Williams was number eight. I do know Luca Garza was number one. A couple of things to think about when talking about the talent the Big Ten has. Yeah, buddy, there is a lot. As far as the nine games out of the nine games, nine the nine wins in their last 10 games, the Buckeyes also beat Illinois. They beat Northwestern. They beat Rutgers. And then they had a couple, then they had a loss uh, previously before that to Minnesota, losing by 17 points. That one is, is rough to think about. Yes, the Buckeyes can win the Victor Conference tourney. I think it's going to be tough. Even though it's, it's, it's achievable based off what other teams do, it's going to be tough for the Buckeyes to win the regular season title. Crazier things have happened. I'm not going to say that it won't happen, but I just have to wait and see how the season unfolds, and if somebody beats the team up north, aside from Ohio State, throughout the rest of this season. We're going to step away one more time. When we come back, we'll talk about the formula that I have put together for what it takes to win an NCAA tournament. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's even free to sign up. Head to betonline.ag on your mobile device and use promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that is betonline.ag. Go there on your mobile device and use promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sports book experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. 
March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first Big Board of the Year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get your podcast. As we roll on and continue today's episode of Locked on Buckeyes, we've talked the current AP poll. We have talked about the chances of the Buckeyes winning the Big Ten regular season tourney or the Big Ten conference tourney. But now, let's talk about the big dance, baby. Yeah, it's all about that big dance coming up in Indianapolis, Indiana. Remember when I said that there's a little thing about the Big Ten conference tournament? that plays into Ohio State and their chances to win the NCAA tournament. Here's a part of my formula that before the season, or even a month ago, was not a thing. But since things got solidified, it does play into the hands of not just Ohio State, but the other teams in the Big Ten that do make the NCAA tournament. So the tournament, the Big Ten tournament, is in Indianapolis, Indiana. The entire tournament was supposed to be in Chicago, but based off the changing of locations or the relocating of the NCAA tournament to Indianapolis, the Big Ten said, hey, well, look, we don't have to keep this in the headquarters or where the headquarters of the Big Ten is. Let's go ahead and move that thing to Indianapolis where the NCAA tournament is. To limit limit the amount of travel, our teams have to make – among those that make the NCAA tournament. Now, there will probably still be an NIT at the end of the year, a second tournament, second-tier tournament for college basketball. Ohio State will not be in that. There will probably also be a college basketball invitational, another third-tier tournament uh, in college basketball this year. I don't know if that one's going to go on. I hope so, because I believe these teams deserve some type of recognition in the postseason for what they have done. But, Ohio State playing in Indianapolis, the Big Ten playing in Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament, it's huge because, one, it cuts down on the amount of travel that these teams have to make. We've all been there. Big event. You got to travel to get there, get to your hotel, check in, shower, go to the event, little night activity, something like that, and go back to your hotel room and then wake up the next day and go there. Keep doing back and back and forth. If you don't have a car, maybe you flew there, didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't rent a car? Got to get an Uber, which isn't that crazy or that wild to think about. But you got to get an Uber. It's extra money. Um, there's so many different things, details that go into traveling. Your food. What am I going to eat? Because you're responsible for that, not the event that you are attending or the seminar or the uh, conference you are attending. You're responsible for all of your food. And there's so many different details that go into you simply just trying to have a good time at a conference, y'all. But it does aid Ohio State and other Big Ten conferences. One, Ohio State's accustomed to, to going to uh, going to Indianapolis for things. Not just the uh, Big Ten, the Big Ten conference, the Big Ten football championship in Indianapolis, Indiana, but also the Big Ten conference tournament in basketball has been in Indianapolis quite a bit. Used to be there every single year, and then they get kind of rotated. Chicago had it. They know they had it at Madison Square Garden, which I still think is a little out of the way. Yes, it's fun for the kids to say that they have played there, but for regional access that people try to get in these conference tournaments, Indianapolis or, Indianapolis or Chicago, to me, just my own opinion, are the two best venues, venues as far as travel and just 
what they mean to the conference that would have been worked out. But also, there's a quick formula, uh, a couple of things quickly, and then we'll be out of here. Three things, not a couple. There are three things. Number one, what it takes to win an NCAA tournament was four. I, keep, I could go on forever. You have, to be, you have to be able to win six games in a row. I don't believe. Now, you could say that the, you could be in the first four. Those games are normally in Dayton, Ohio, will be played in Indianapolis, Indiana. The Thursday, kicking off the tournament, and then the official round one of the tournament will be that next Friday, the following day. So I don't think the Buckeyes will be in the first four, so they would have to win seven games in a row. But I do think you hit the Buckeyes, you, anybody, you have to win six games in a row to win an NCAA tournament. Two in the first round, two in the, the Sweet 16, Elite Eight, a Final Four matchup, and then ultimately the NCAA championship that one day after that. Yes, you have to win six games in a row. The Buckeyes have done that. And I do think the Buckeyes, if you look at it big picture again, this run is not going to stop. I don't believe it's going to stop. I think the team up north on the 21st, that's maybe one of the games of the year. Was really look, looking forward to Gonzaga and Baylor being able to reschedule that game earlier in the season that was postponed. But it doesn't look like that is going to happen. Got to be able to win six games in a row. Number two, what else will it take for a team to win an NCAA tournament? You have to have an elite coach. Mark Few, Gonzaga, an elite coach. Coach K is, but he's not. The team is not as talented as normal. Coach Cal, Kentucky is not as talented as normal. North Carolina, they're probably getting to the NCAA tournament, and Roy Williams is still an elite coach. Ohio State and Chris Holtman have that elite coach. So one, they have to be able to win six games in a row. Ohio State can do that. Number two, you got to have an elite coach. Number three, you have to have elite guard play. Here's where things get tricky for Ohio State. C.J. Walker is an elite guard, elite point guard in college basketball, but he's not the one we think of NCAA tournament elite guard play. He's not a scorer. He's not a score first point guard. He's not a, now I say me, 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 not in a bad sense, but trying to get my shot because I am the creator. I get my shot off. It makes it easier and better for the my, my other teammates to get their shots off as well. That's not C.J. Walker's mold. Now, Wayne Washington Jr. has had, has had more of a um, ball-handling role of late, but he is not a true, true uh, point guard or that kind of elite scorer or elite guard that you need in that way because he's not as consistent. Can that change between now and then? Absolutely. There have been guards that have not gone off in the regular season, but have gone off in the postseason. You see their level of play does rise up. There's one thing that I think Chris Holtman has that the elite guard might not need to be there for them right now. When he coached at Butler, Butler didn't really have an elite guard. He had maybe had elite scorers or shooters, uh, Kellen Dunham being one of them. That was not one thing that was hampering him. It was just more Butler wasn't as talented. If you go back to Brad Stevens, the now coach of the Boston Celtics, when he was at Butler, yeah, buddy. The elite guard play, Gordon Hayward was not a guard, but he could score and get and get his own shot. He could get his own shot against anybody. So the elite scoring guard, that wasn't a thing, but he did have somebody that can be that can be an elite scorer. The Buckeyes do have that guy. Who could be an elite scorer? Last thing before we wrap this show up today, you have to have somebody off the bench who can step up in big moments. May it be Seth Towns. 
may it be Musa Jalla, who really hasn't shown to be that guy this year, but hey, crazy things have happened. May we get another appearance from downtown Eugene Brown? I am not sure. But this is just a quick formula that it will take for any team to win an NCAA championship this year. Can it be Ohio, Ohio State? Absolutely. Would I be shocked if it was Ohio State? Absolutely not. And also, this past Saturday on CBS, they had a mock committee put out the top four teams in each region. Ohio State was one of those number one seeds in one of those regions. Season's not over yet. But Ohio State and their basketball play this year has gotten a lot of attention from not just Buckeye fans and those locally in Ohio, but people around the country as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and or watching Locked on Buckeyes via WKYC in Cleveland or via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or whatever podcast listening platform you are utilizing right now. You guys can always subscribe to Locked on Buckeyes on other places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, so you don't miss a beat because Locked on Buckeyes comes at you with the fresh episode every Monday through Friday. Remember, guys, five-star reviews, five-star reviews. Fill up the review section on Apple with five-star reviews. Also, comment in the comment section on YouTube because five-star reviews help this podcast grow and grow and grow so more people can enjoy the same Locked on Buckeyes podcast you enjoy every day of the week. You can always follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. And also, you can follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Locked on Buckeye. Tomorrow, come back. We're not talking basketball unless something crazy happens. We're going to be all about the football and looking at mock drafts and where those Buckeyes that have the potential to get drafted, where they might fall. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 